Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast and welcome back to our Up The Villa football phoning. Um, it's going to be great to hear some of the views of the Villa fans, see what they've got to say, see what they've made of uh, the weekend's football and then just general football chat. So we'll bring in Ivan to start with. Um, how are you, mate? Yeah, great. Thanks, Luke. Yourself? Good stuff, yes. It's been a while since I've I've spoke to you, really. So, um First off, what's your thoughts on the where, where we're at, what we've done? Probably, I think I speak to you just before Christmas. So, um, you know, we've yeah. we had a good January, didn't we? So, what have been your thoughts on Emery and the yeah. start of play? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it has been a good January, although I think some people need to remember that, remember that on, based on, on Saturday's game. Um, it has been really positive, hasn't it? And I think that, What's impressed me most with with Emery is his ability to kind of, you know, see how games are changing in, in front of him. Um, I'd actually in, include Saturday in the Leicester game in that as well, and I think the changes he made at half time sort of sort of bear that out. And I think you know, possibly said this before on, on various sort of form, forums, but I mean, I, I think it's it's quite refreshing to see someone in charge of our team who can make those kind of in-game decisions, but then equally vary it from game to game and side to side. And I think that that, you know, that's, that's what teams do, isn't it? You know, or, or successful teams do. I think there has to be an awareness though, that it is, it's, it's early days, isn't it? You know, and, and it's not just going to be, we're not just going to fly, you know, <laughs> for the next 17, 18 games. And I think that, you know, there's that, that really hard thing is as not just Villa fans, but any football fan of kind of almost just maybe getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. And I think that some of the reaction to the Leicester game was, was that, you know, I mean, my, my lad's only 11, so I let him off, but like he was, you know, really <laughs> playing his face in the first half, you know, like he'd have, he just had them all off, you know, and, and you just have to remember that actually this is, you know, essentially a lot of squad of players that has, has played under two different managers, you know, now a third, and actually, we're seeing so much positivity, but we we just need to sometimes remember. I think that it is a it's a gradual process, isn't it? It's not going to be overnight, you know. Yeah, you make a great point, and I just feel like, I'd say, especially where my my sort of expectation sort of lied is, you are right in the fact that we're not going to win every game. Like we we we're basically not that good, are we? We can't <laughs> do that. So we have to take. The January vibe of you know having a brilliant month because which it was you know we was unbeaten yeah. and Emery was up for manager in the month and then you know you just kind of feel like we had that little carrot didn't we and it was like win today and you'll get into the top ten yeah we all sort of thought yeah we can do this of course we can well, we because can we want it today. don't we we want it yeah you know? I mean, we of course we do and I think that it there was a sense of like you know, probably for the first time, even under Emery, that it was a game, it was probably a game we, we all thought we should win. And, mm-hmm. you know, and because you want it and you feel you should, then, but sometimes that doesn't happen, does yeah. it? And I think, therefore, the, the disappointment was more, in a sense, because you kind of, but then I agree, like it was, that opportunity, you know, I mean, we, you know, it's easy to say now, and obviously the results, you know, we'd have been ninth and all this sort of thing, but, Maybe again, that's just just a little reminder at the moment that that probably 
10th, 11th is probably where we're at, you know? Yeah. And actually, you know, in, you know, that might change over the, over the coming games. And, and, and I hope it does, you know, I guess, but I think it's just that, again, that reminder that maybe this is just the kind of level that we're, we're currently at. And, and that's okay. Like that's okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're not Leeds, you know, or I'm glad we're not Southampton, you know? Yeah. And I don't even make another good point that, our best place so far being back in the Premier League is 11th place. Yeah. And we're 11th at the minute. So, you know, we've got, you know, I, I know that Emery will be pushing the squad because that's just the way he is, isn't it? He will be pushing this team to be better and to, and to, to speed up the what, things that we're doing because that's the type of manager he is, isn't he? He's not, he's not yeah. happy for us to just be okay. He wants us to, you know play expansive football. So I think he's probably learning as well, like you say, how far we can push what we got at the minute. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Let's go, let's go back to the game then. So um, I've highlighted in my debrief today and, uh, and everything, what went wrong. So I'll ask you a question, the same one, what did go wrong? But was there anything that you saw that you took away as a positive? Um. Yeah, well, I think, ironically, we're just feeding actually of what you said before about kind of learning. And I think that actually the, the positive was that we're, we're clearly still going to try and learn and we're going to try things, wasn't it? And I mean, it would it would be easy to, you know, for you to, you know, doing your debrief for me to come on here and say, well, you know, I mean, playing around at the back, you know, that, that clearly doesn't work, does it? But, OK, they made a terrible mistake at 1-0 up that, you know, probably changed the game in many ways. And... But actually, the most refreshing thing is that they, you know, Martinez has come out after and said, you know, well, yeah, but we ain't going to stop doing it. You know, we need to keep, you know, if they want to progress and they want to develop, then that that is going to be really important. So I think almost there's a, in the negative of how the game changed around that that Kamara kind of mistake, that there is a positive in the sense that, well, you know what, if we want to be a better team, this is what we're going to have to try and do. And yeah, it doesn't look great. And it, you know, I mean, it, of course, well, it doesn't look great when it goes wrong, does it? Well, yeah, but when it goes wrong, there's some mad stats about Saturday's game, you know, isn't it? About this, I think it's the most passes Villa have made in any game all season, you know. And you think so, something, something is happening, you know. And again, a lot of shots. I mean, we've all we're all aware there's an issue maybe with how clinical we are, but again. As a style of play and, and things beginning to sort of <laughs> sounds bizarre after losing four two, does it? But things beginning to click in certain ways, and I think it goes back to that point that it, it's a gradual process. And when you've got, you know, good performances again. I mean, um, you know, I did some player ratings for Ryan, and like a guy on Twitter commented on the fact that we gave Wendy a seven and was like, you know, how have you only given him seven? Like, if we'd have won the game, you'd you'd have given him a nine. And then, you know what? He had a point in a sense because you kind of, he did. I mean, it's probably the best I've seen Wendy play probably at Villa Park. I think he, I saw him away at Burnley last season. He was very good, but he, you know, he's probably the best. He, you know, so he's, there's something happening, you know, it's kind of working, but it is, it goes back again. Sorry to repeat it, Luke. It goes back. It's, it's got to be a gradual process, isn't it? You know, you're not suddenly just going to wipe the floor with everyone, as we'll as we'll see, I'm sure, over the next couple of games. You know. Yeah, and I think you know one of the big things that Villa haven't been for a very, very, very long time is a team that likes to take care of the football, 
And what we are seeing is, okay, you know, whenever I look at stats of when, whenever we've played, say, Man City and we've got battered and that they've had 500 and something passes, well, we were in the 500 passes ratio, Mark, against yeah. Leicester. So we we are having more of the ball, which is, it sounds mad, but if you've got the ball, the opposition can't hurt you, sort of thing. But, yeah. you know, I know we played out from the back and Adam Air, forget that. But, you know, if you've got the ball, that should be the safest place. Do you know what I mean? So I think as it evolves, I think I'm... I'm really looking forward to seeing how that can evolve us with the ball and, and, and you know, just see, seeing how we go then. So um, we have got Man City coming up on Sunday. Um, and today there's been some big, big news <laughs> that they are yeah. in trouble with the Premier League. Finally, <laughs> over, yeah. 100, to over 100 incidents uh, that's now being looked at, spanning over nine years. From 2009 to 2018, they won the league three times in that period, um, and they've broke, allegedly broke FFP, where you can only spend what you earn. If you inflate what you earn and hide your spending, you can wriggle yourself around it. Um, and they're alleged on many different things, such as paying a manager too much money, uh, UEFA fair play. They've not really cooperated with this Premier League inquiry, which has been going on. Um, they were banned from Europe in 2020, which then went to the Court of Arbitration and that got turned over. But this one feels like there's no place to hide because the Premier League have set a no time bar on it, which means that it can go back as far as it needs to go back. Yeah. It can be looked yeah. at as far back as it needs to. What's your vibe on that? Well, it's massive, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I lived in Manchester for a long time, so I've got quite a few cities kind of mates and you know they they you know they they all like to believe that this is some kind of conspiracy against them you know which i mean it, it isn't you know i mean some of this goes back you know a decade you know what i mean this isn't just sort of plucked out of anything i think i think my my worry is like if you imagine they've probably got you know the premier league have got like a menu of of sanctions they could impose on city for some of this and it'll take given that it's taken the, the premier league 4 years to work, to work out the charges it will probably yeah. take a long time for it to come back but when they look at that my, my worry is that what sanctions do they potentially hit city with because if it's just a fine you know if they fine them i don't know 500 million pounds city don't care do they <laughs> i mean no, it doesn't mean anything you know so i think if they if there is a real genuine desire to kind of uncover some of this there has to be some repercussion that would actually, you know, genuinely kind of Im- impact that that club. And I don't, I don't particularly wish them them well. It's just ill. I've, you know, I've got lots of say. I've got lots of friends. You know, been been to watch City a few times, separate to Villa and and so on. But actually, you can't just ride roughshod over no. over the rules, you know. And and I think as well, like City fans would say, well, you know, what about all these other clubs? Well, actually, other clubs have been sanctioned, haven't they? I mean, Chelsea. Um, you know, around the transfer bans and things like that. So, you know, there is there is precedence. The difference, as you say, is this is it's over a long time, and the amount of the amount of charges sort of being levelled is is mad. I mean, I it'll be interesting to see whether that galvanises yeah. them on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. But you know, yeah, and it, it will be interesting to see what happens because you know, if it was the EFL. They'd have them playing Sunday League football by now, wouldn't they? You know, 
<laughs> what, that, what, what the EFL do for something so like not so major. Um, it'll be interesting to see what, what the Premier League do. So um, I think all this sort of plays into Villa's favour a little bit, though. You know, all this uncertainty now, you know, Pep's going to be aggy. Um, they've just lost the Spurs. Yeah. They're not actually playing that great um, in Man City side of things. So um, I know it's early in the week, but what 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 are your sort of what are your sort of feelings? Well, yeah, I mean, I think they aren't playing well, and I mean, I I watched I watched the majority of their game yesterday, and you know, I mean, you know, as, as everyone's been, you know, Haaland didn't have a shot on goal. Um, I'd be surprised if that happens two games in a row, but um, yeah, I mean they they do they they don't look quite as as slick as they have. I still think it's it's going to be a, a big tough ask, I think, to to go there and 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 do something. I think the the difference, given I mean our our record at the Etihad is terrible, isn't it? And uh, you know I've seen some awful awful games there, and I mean, but I think the difference is possibly with Emery's that you know there will there will be a plan, won't there? You know there yeah. isn't. It's not just going to be. Well, we'll go there and see what we can get. You know, there will clearly be a plan. Um, I, I'd be amazed if McGinn doesn't come back into the side. Um, I think you know, away at City, a kind of bit more energy in that you know in that midfield is sort of where they all kind of buzz around. I think that would that would be a, a move that I would look for. Um, bit of a decision, I think, to make around left back. Um, you know, I mean, I think people were probably quite surprised Luca Dean started on on Saturday, and obviously he was taken off at half time. But I think Moreno possibly didn't have a great half either in the in the second half. So I think there's maybe a bit of a decision around that. I suspect that Dean started because of his defensive attributes. So again, it, it it's probably not beyond the pale that he might start again yeah. on on Sunday afternoon. But I think you know the difference probably in in past years where we've we've gone to cities that as I say is that Emery will, I would hope and and think that you'll have a, a specific plan to counter certain aspects of the way they play, um, but it might come down to chances again and you know it, you know Watkins Bailey assuming they both start you know you're not they're not going to give up probably loads of chances City you know therefore you just you've got to take them perhaps a little bit better than they, they did on Saturday. Well, it wouldn't surprise you if we got a couple of chances and scored a few. And then, you know, when we had loads, we just can't eat nothing, can we? So, <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah, exactly, yeah. And yeah. I know you're, you are a big Watkins fan, so it'll please you that he's had five goal involvements in the last seven <laughs> games as well. So, you know, he gets a lot of stick, but he's... He's backing it up with a couple of numbers now, and uh, his celebration that looked as if to say, like, you know, he's doing that sort of like, yeah, I'm like in calm control, down. don't worry, you know, yeah. I've scored. So I don't I, know. I, think I feel for him, Luke. I really yeah. feel for him. I mean, you know, well, you know, it's silly, isn't it? I mean, I shouldn't, you don't, don't care particularly about, you know, what people think, probably, and, and rightly so. But I just, again, I've said to you before, you know, people sit around me and you know, the one time the ball bounces off him when it goes forward, they say, you know, they're shouting at him, oh, he can't hold the ball up. You know, but actually, he does an incredible amount of good work holding the ball up and bringing people into play. Um, and I and I think his goal, you know, his goal on Saturday was a great finish. And yeah, yeah. yeah we can, you know, every, 
we then focus on what happens next and that you know the one where he got his feet mixed up and he couldn't quite couldn't finish you know but i just i just think we've got we've got to really back him because yeah. you know it, it that it's the only option i mean i know you know duran looked quick and physical when he came on but I don't know. I, you know, he's clearly going to go with Watkins for the next seventeen yeah. games. So let's let's get behind him. You know? Yeah, let's... definitely. You know, and his his attributes of what he actually does do, you know, are, are kind of crucial to how we play at the minute, anyway. So, well, yeah, well, yeah. that's why he sold Ings, wasn't it? He sold yeah. Ings because he's not Ollie Watkins, essentially. Yeah. You know, um, because Ings couldn't bring those things that that Watkins can bring, and I think that. You know, you'd imagine if you know in the summer if they are looking at a striker, it will be someone with a similar, you know, kind of kind of gameplay in, in the sense of kind of that sort of press. But yeah, we'll see. Cool, Ivan. It's been great talking to you. Great little convo with you. So thanks for coming on, Lovely. mate. Cheers. Yeah, up the villa. Up the villa. Next up, we'll go with Ellis. How are you, mate? I'm all good, thank you. Good stuff, good stuff. So, thoughts on the weekend, Villa, where we're at, what are you expecting come now until the end of the season? Well, I think starting with Saturday, um, it's it's peak Villa, and it we get we get in a really good place. We can go tough half. We're all excited. The Villa Park's buzzing, and then we just don't quite get there. But I think. Because we were so close to getting there, it's impacted people more. And that's where the overreactions have come. Because like, obviously it's gutting. I, I was really confident going in on Saturday. I thought we could beat them and we could proper make a statement on the league. But it didn't happen because we're not there yet. And like Ivan said, I think we're all just getting a little bit carried away because we're not there yet. But we've got the, we've got the facilities now. We've got the world-class manager. To a certain extent, we've got the team. There's a, there's a few modifications, but we've got the team and we can go and we can make our way up the league. And there's the issue that I think you're going to bring up of playing out from the back. But if you look at the league and you look at the teams in the top half, not I'd say nine out of ten of them play out from the back. It's how the yeah. best teams play. Yeah. And Emery wants us to be a top team. Yeah. And I feel like to get there, it's the way that has to be done. And we will make mistakes because... And City make mistakes, Liverpool make mistakes, but it's the formula to get to Europe and yeah. Emery wants us to get there and I, I trust him to get there myself. Definitely. And it, and it you know, the, there's going to be players that currently play for Villa in this eleven that will not play for Villa next season or the season after or the season after that. Hopefully we've still got Emery. So, you know, it's about setting the blueprint for what's to come and that identity and philosophy. So that, say, for example, you know, Carlos is coming back in, you know, he's he's yeah. only ever uh, played two games for Villa, but he'll be watching Villa and he'll be speaking to Emery and Emery will be telling him, look, this is how we play. This is how you slot in. This is what we expect. And vice versa for any transfer that comes in. So I think that's, you know, it's important that, you know, we turned our nose up at some players in in, in um, January because it, or, or for whatever reason, but there's a certain player that will be coming into Villa to fit a system yeah. and a position, and they're then having to execute how we want them to play. So, you know, you are right in what you're saying because all the top teams play out from the back. I mean, 
you know, I remember when we had um, James Collins at the back and Dunn and, you know, Colin, he used to just boot that ball. Every time he got that ball, he would just boot it. And and that's one of the things that I've always hated from Villa, the fact that, you know, you boot it and basically you're having a duel with a, a, with a centre-back and a striker. Normally, the centre-back's going to come out on top because he's got more of a, a better position to head the ball, win the ball. And then you lose possession and then you're having to fight to win the ball back. So if you yeah. start with the ball, yeah. it's in your hands, isn't it, to work the ball? So I'm I'm a fan of it. I think you know, like you say, like everyone says, you know, I'm annoyed that we made a mistake. But I watched Spurs v Man City, and you know, Man City were knocking it around the back, one loose pass, uh, and, and you know that they've lost the game on that error. So you know, we're moaning about a goal we conceded, although we conceded another three. But, yeah. you know, the top teams do it. So, um, so yeah, so, so it, it was frustrating. And um, we, we just got to learn from it, haven't we? We just got to learn from it. Um, so, you know, where where are you at then, Man City? It's going to be a tough game, isn't it? A hundred percent. Like They're just a different animal, but that animal looks like it's getting to the end a little bit. They're looking a bit... <laughs> Looking a bit tired at the minute, but I think, like I say, under Emery I back him. I think he's one of the best managers in the world, and that's not an, any over exaggeration in my book. I think he's a world class manager, and he'll have a plan. And I'm not entirely sure about this. I might make myself look like a mug, but I think Emery did well against Man City when he used to play for us when he used to manage Arsenal. So I think Emery will have a plan, and I think if we can execute it right. Why not beat them? Spurs beat them. We beat Spurs. I think yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got a chance of beating anyone in this league, realistically. I mean, gone gone are the days where, I mean, there was a period where we were getting absolutely battered by Man City every time we played them. It was five, it was sixes, yeah. it was fours. The last couple of times, it's actually been quite close, to be fair. Yeah. We've been in the game. I mean, we go back to early on at the season. God knows how Steven Gerrard got a one-one draw yeah. um, against Man City, and this was this was prime Man City. This was when Haaland was like in absolute beast mode up front. Yeah. Um, and now that they're, they're struggling to get the ball to him, they're, they're they've sort of lost a little bit of a they've lost a bit of their identity. Um, so, and again. Tyrone Mings had a fantastic game against Haaland last time. Um, yeah. I've watched. Um, I can't. Who was it that came on for Arsenal or started the game against Arsenal and really roughed him up? Um, they were just roughing up Haaland, and then um, I saw Spurs do it as well, and and they restricted him. So I think you know Mings is going to enjoy a little bit of you know, a, a tussle with him and, and make life difficult again because that, for me, seems how you can sort of stop him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it is to... an interesting one, Harlan, because, uh, as I said to you earlier, uh, as part of my opposition article, I always focus on a key thing. And I saw in the week Jamie Carragher say something about had Harlan maybe picked the wrong team. And at first I thought, 25 goals in 20 league appearances, what's he on about? But I've actually got reading into it and looking at it, and he's got a point. He's joined from a counter-attacking team in a counter-attacking league that is absolutely smashed. He's come here, he's had a very good start, 
but now Man City are conceding more, and it's because Man City have possession, they're a possession-based team, but to play counter-attacking football to suit Haaland, who's getting all these goals, they're not having as much as the ball, which is leading them to conceding more goals. And like there's little things like that, like yes, he's doing brilliantly and he is a good player, but does he quite sit, suit Man City's team? Has he made the right decision? And it's just a bit of a difficult one. Yeah. Well, it, it does feel like City are... Uh, and, he, and he does this, doesn't he, Pep? He, he tinkers a little bit and, and he, he has a little bit of a mess about and it feels like his little experiment has started to like deviate from how good they were doing at the start of the season. I mean, yeah. oh, Harlan's on 25 goals. Like, he's done brilliant. But... He's not scoring as frequently as what he was when he was getting three hat tricks every game. So exactly, you know, they had a bit of a mess about, and I think that's probably affected them a little bit. And and Villa will be looking to, you know, clean. Well, I mean, come on, we, we're trying to cling on to anything that we can get. Yeah. You know, <laughs> any, any little hope we can get from this game, then let's just try and cling on to it as much as we can. So, um, yeah, so it will be difficult, and. Um, at this point, yes, Haaland's scoring all these goals, but at this point, they've scored a very similar amount of goals as they did last season on the 20-game mark or whatever it is. They're just less people scoring and conceding more. So has he improved them as a team? I'm not entirely sure that he has, to be honest with him. I think he's slightly, very slightly holding them back. But Yeah. Cool. Right, so we'll wrap it up there then. So, Ellis, cheers for coming on, mate. No worries. Up the villa. Up the villa. Cool. So, I just thought we'd get some thoughts of the villa fans. Ivan and Ellis, it's been great having them on the show. Um, We've got a full week of content coming up as well. We've got our match preview, predicted lineup, press conference. Um, I'll try and get another football phone in um, just before the game against Man City as well. So um, be sure to drop a comment, hit the like button, get involved if you want. If you want to come on the show, uh, message me on social media and then um, we can get you on. You can come on and have your say as well. So cheers, everyone, for watching. Up the villa.